I just want to look good for the Hi. Hi. Hi, and welcome to Look Good for the Boys, a horror gossip podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Andy. And welcome to season six. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We are back we from are back. our yeah. sabbatical. <laughs> Have you been planning that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got more. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Yeah, we're back. We yeah. took a break. We barely saw each other for like a month. Yeah. And I feel better. Yeah, I've been really healthy <laughs> yeah. this month. Yeah, I look better. <laughs> my skin is better. Mm-hmm. I smile more. <laughs> There's a song in my heart. <laughs> and now it's all gone. Yeah, hi. My hair just started falling out. Mm-hmm. I am back to being miserable. I really wish, Andy, honestly, that I, like, that my presence put a gray streak in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a few of them. But I mean, like a full streak, like a full, oh, you know. Okay, well, you're giving yourself a lot of credit now. <laughs> you're starting to, you're starting to think you're a little more significant than you might be. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was really shitty. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's too late to take that back. It's hard for me. I'm projecting. <laughs> <laughs> what are you projecting? Oh, I just watched Saw Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get so mad at the end of that movie. Sorry. So yeah. It is October. It's October. <laughs> and so we're doing a Sawtoberfest. Yeah, we're going on a Sawdesy uh, <laughs> through the saga Christ. of Saw films. Because look, I am what you would call a Saw apologist, but I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Welcome to Sawtoberfest. Mm-hmm. Is it Sawtoberfest or is it Socktober? Saw- I think it's Sawtoberfest Sox- because it's Saw 10, Saw X looks like Sawtoberfest. Speaking of, just pause really quick to talk about that poster for Saw 10. Which one? That has the Mayan calendar okay, on yeah, it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> because I, you know what? I'm actually really hoping that this involves time travel. Like, <laughs> Like John, John Kramer has invented a time machine, and yeah. uh, or a, or it's, there's like a alternate timeline jigsaw comes into play. You know, jigsaw enter the jigsaw verse. I would love that. I would love a jigsaw verse. I yeah. would love like him to kind of split. <laughs> I mean, the timeline in, in half. The Saw movies clearly take place in a universe that is not our own. No, definitely, <laughs> so, absolutely. So. Yeah, there's definitely a, mul- a, saw, a Saw multiverse at work, likely. But the movies, I, I think it's just a reference to the fact that it takes place between Saw and Saw 2, right? I don't know. These movies have a tendency to try to pull a lot of really ridiculous fast ones on it, you. Yeah, sometimes they like to get ambitious. So, <laughs> And I applaud that. I like it. I think the Saw movies do best when they're trying to reach outside of their own understanding. You know what I mean? Like when they're trying to, they're trying, it's like they're trying to solve the chalkboard problem in Goodwill Hunting, but with no idea how any math works. Right. And uh, that's, (laughs) 
<laughs> that's when it's, I think, the most interesting to me. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It would be cool if there was some time travel. But We're going to find out. I don't know how they're going to make it so that Tobin Bell doesn't look 20 years older than he did. Well, he looked probably 20 years older than he really was in those first few movies. Yeah, he's always looked old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're we're covering the Saw movies this month. Yeah. Leading up to, well, Saw 10 will have come out by now. It comes out September 29th. But we are leading up to our coverage of Saw X, Saw 10. Socks. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the I month. I like the other poster for it. Which With one? With the eye things. It looks like uh, it looks like a like a Soviet collage art kind of thing almost. Mm. It's like an eye trap or something with like a head oh, looking up, with, with, with and the, it's an X. Yeah, yeah. With the X. Yeah. I really like that poster. I like I liked a lot of the Saw posters actually. Mm-hmm. We can talk about them because yeah. we're going to be talking about all, all ten of movies, all ten movies, and we're doing something a little different this time. Yeah, we're not doing a hot or not alive. No. Because the, the thing about the Saw movies is there's not a single really likable person in <laughs> in these movies. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay, okay. There's no one that I would trade places with in any of these movies. That's for sure. Yeah. There aren't a lot of... I would say there's no heroes. No. <laughs> there yeah. are no great people. <laughs> I also wouldn't want to hang out with any of them. Because some of them, it's just like, you're broken, and I see that, and I, look, I hope you get better. So but yeah, yeah but there also, are no great people. Yeah, none of them are reacting well to anything. No, everybody in these movies is always at an 11. Yeah, the, the <laughs> movies are also very cynical, but also in a naive kind of way. It's really, god damn it, it's also fucking, like, middle school. Like, it's also brooding and... I don't know. And like without any understanding of what it's like the new metal version it's, of seven. Yeah. It's, it's middle school, hot topic. Goth, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. With, I know what human nature is and it's like, okay. <laughs> Anytime sure. someone uses the phrase human nature, it's already a huge red flag, but yeah. Sure. Jigsaw. Here's your curfew. Go to bed. And I want to be clear. I love this series. I don't want to say unapologetically because there's definitely stuff you have to make caveats for it. Like I don't love these movies without any sense of irony, you know, like they're fascinating to me. It's the friend that you will defend to the death, but you have to prepare people for. Yeah. And you have to make a lot of apologies. And when the friend leaves, you have to be like, guys, okay, I'm sorry. I will clean up (laughs) these messes. I don't know. (laughs) There's, there's definitely a measure of like, I don't believe in the concept of guilty pleasures, but there's a measure of guilt to my pleasure when Mm. it comes to the Saw movies. And there's a temptation and a tendency to really overthink them because of what they are trying to talk about without really knowing what they're talking about. It's all very... Middle school. Yeah, (laughs) but I don't know if it's like, if they know some of the things they're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, unclear. But even though like you really shouldn't overthink the Saw movies, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find I don't out know just... if we'll find out anything. No, we won't. We're just going to muddle it even more. Because also the <laughs> movies themselves, it's like, you know what? We'll get there. I don't need to do this right now. 
It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll we'll, let go. We'll, we'll get deeper and deeper with each one. Yeah. Anyway. So we are going to... Okay. Jigsaw's whole thing is putting people to the test. People who have like fucked up somehow, who have committed some kind of sin, say, or who just don't respect their lives yeah. enough. So he puts them in these traps, these tests to kind of see if they can really want to live enough to see another day. Yeah. Which, you know, he kind of oversteps in a lot of ways. And Oh, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. First of all, the guy's like, he jumps back and forth between saying it's a test or a game. And it's like, which is it, bro? It can't be both. Right. If it's a test, there's stakes and it's important. If it's a game, hey, it's about having fun. And nobody's having fun. <laughs> Not a single person in any of these <laughs> There is movies. no fun to be had. Does anybody ever smile in these movies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is a universe where the human face can smile. <laughs> it's all so grim dark. <laughs> so we've decided that Jigsaw needs a little oversight. Well, J- Jigsaw likes to think of himself as a little, little judge. Yeah. A little judge, judge, jury, executioner type. I'm Judge Jigsaw. So Judge Jigsaw needs some judging. Well, someone needs to judge Jigsaw, and who better than a couple of Judys? Yeah, so we are Judys judging Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. And in, in at least one case, maybe more, we are going to be Judys judging Jigsaw judging judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, at least once there's going to be uh, Judge Judys judging Jigsaw judging judges. <laughs> unfortunately i did look it up there is no case yet maybe saw 10 will impress us but there's no case yet of the capacity for us to be judge judy's judging jigsaw judging judy's oh yeah well there's a julie in one of them there's a judge jigsaw we would be judge judy's judging jigsaw judging julie okay well we'll have to Uh, mark that when we get there but that's an actress's name not oh see no i I mean character yeah there is a judy character in the movie jigsaw but she doesn't get judged what 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 a wasted opportunity (laughs) right Right? what a wasted opportunity i hope she comes back in the next one if she had been judged it would have been judge judy's judging jigsaw judging judy in jigsaw And if that character was a judge, it would be Judge Judy's judging Jigsaw, judging Judge Judy in Jigsaw. What a missed fucking opportunity. Right? How I'm dare really they? mad about the writer and director of Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. But so what we're going to do is we're going to go movie to movie. We're going to talk about the people who are put in these traps slash tests slash games, yeah. whatever, and and decide whether Jigsaw overstepped. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he pretty much always, <laughs> always does. Always does. Yeah. And it, exactly. It's going to expose a lot of like what Jigsaw's moralizing is really about. I mean, so much of his stuff just reeks of like bootstrappy libertarian boomer Republican shit. Oh my like, God. That's exactly who Jigsaw yeah, is. Yeah. He is. He, most of his stuff, it's like when he talks, it sounds like Jordan Peterson or it sounds like a libertarian presidential candidate. It's so weird. And there's like a lot of logic that doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. And it's also funny because he's doing all of this in like, like through arts and crafts, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is that what you call his traps? Arts and crafts. Well, like we see him painting a doll, you know, we oh, see yeah, like, true. also he's like writing puns and operating a puppet. He's a children's entertainer, essentially. Mm-hmm. 
He must have had a dream to be like Mr. Rogers when he grew up, and this instead he went instead down he the got engineering. A bunch of trauma yeah. that like sent him in the, <laughs> yeah. the wrong direction. Here's the other thing: I don't even think he has a right to talk about trauma in a lot of ways. It seems like because once we find out what causes John Kramer to do the things he does. It very much is like, oh, this is a guy who's never had anything go wrong in his entire life. And then just he had like one really bad year (laughs) and decided that, okay, well, now I'm going to be Ted Kaczynski. But I mean, to his credit, he does a lot. Uh, Look, he gets a lot done. I'll give him that. He is very prolific. Yeah, yeah. he's he's he gets to work. Mm -hmm. He's not he doesn't he doesn't sit around. This is the problem. The real problem is like, is he retired? I think that's the problem. Is that when you get re- when you retire, you have too much time on. You your You have hands. too much time on your hands, and yeah. you, you get to this tinkering. Is, this is how we get jigsaws. Is yeah. retirement. Yeah. So I'm with the Republicans here. The retirement age need to be needs to be raised. Yeah. You okay. should not get to retire. You work until death. Otherwise, you get jigsaws. <laughs> you get a real jigsaw problem. This is what happens in woke Democrat liberal cities. Jigsaws. You get jigsaws. So that's so that's another fucking facet to the ideology of these movies. It's so weird. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, I mean, how did we, how did I get to this? I don't know. He's wrong. <laughs> All Jigsaw of the time. is wrong. All of the time. But like, look at his victims. His victims fall under like a few categories. I think I might be oversimplifying it's really less categories more of a spectrum with different you know overlap areas of overlap you have uh obsessed cops or people that are obsessed in general with like a singular grief or trauma or something the consumed you would call them Mm -hmm. you have what jigsaw seems to see as social parasites which is also a very like right-wing concept yeah, and we will get into that yeah. for sure. And these, of course, are almost always marginalized people. Not necessarily people from marginalized identities, but like people living in the margins, you yes. know. So, you know, <laughs> he's, he's anti-welfare, I guess. I don't know. What a fucking monster. Uh, professionals who fucked up. That's a big thing. That's a big category of victims for Jigsaw. Is people like doctors, lawyers, or cops, you know. People in a professional world that is meant to help other people, failing other people, whether through, you know, incompetence, mistake, or, like, genuine corruption. Mm -hmm. And then you have probably the smallest category of his victims, which is, like, actual monsters. (laughs) Like, psychopaths and people who do harm intentionally, on purpose, malevolently. There's some crossover here, but yeah, you're right. That is the smallest. Yeah. The most deserving is the smallest <laughs> yeah, are, sample size. Is, yeah. There's, <laughs> there are very few times where I'm going to look at a person and be like, yeah, Jigsaw, okay. You kind of had a point here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to get into it? Should we be our Judge Duty's judging let's Jigsaw? Judge, let's judge Jigsaw. Okay. So we're going to start with Saw from 2004. <sighs> Easily my least favorite of the series. Of most movies. <laughs> no, that was mean. That was mean. I'm sorry. I will tell you this. The last two times I've watched it, including this time, obviously, I have started to appreciate a few things more. Like a few things that are like, I get why you thought you had something with that. Mm-hmm. It's still never like, oh, you did that right. right. <laughs> it's just like, I get why you think you were doing it right. But yeah, I mean, it's a short film. It's clearly like, yeah, this is a short film that then they filled up to make a feature. 
Which, hey, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is there enough gas in this idea to maintain a feature? Turns Not really. Out, no. No. But somehow they made it stretch to 10 <laughs> but movies. somehow there was enough gas to maintain a franchise. <laughs> so, Saw, 2004, directed yeah. by... James Wan. Who? Uh, some guy... I don't think he went on to do much after no, this. No, he didn't do much else. Yeah, this, this kind of sort this of ended end his, his career. career. Yeah, I mean, he didn't direct another Saw movie. So yeah, directed by James Wan. And our very first person put to a test is Paul. I so want to go off on a whole James Wan thing right now. Don't. But I won't. It's not worth it. Andy, he's not worth it. He really isn't. No. You know, I think my favorite movie of his still is Dead Silence, though. Because it's good? Yeah. <laughs> It's the only good movie he made. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Sorry. All right. So first up in Saw, we have Paul, who was who? <laughs> Paul, who was trapped in the razor wire maze, and the reason he was put into this oh trap, oh my god, was this because is already so fucked up. Yeah. Right. He attempted suicide by cutting his wrists. Yeah. So Jigsaw, angry that Paul doesn't respect or appreciate his life and in addition calling him out for possibly it being a cry for help right as opposed to a genuine attempt oh yeah he does he does do he does that he does that well you just want attention shit like well no he insinuates which is almost worse it's almost shittier to be like maybe you just wanted attention okay so we'll do this right now okay almost everything he says like is fucking awful and he is a toxic John Kramer is a toxic stepfather figure. He is an abusive, controlling, manipulative piece of gaslighting trash. He's awful. Mm-hmm. So right out the gate, he it's like, oh, he's this guy. He's a bully. Which, like, on the one hand, you can say, yeah, well, duh, he's the villain of this whole franchise. <laughs> yeah, he's but like, also, these movies don't treat him no, like he's the villain. The thing is that sometimes the movies seem to be like, he's got a point, though, right? And you're like, what? No. <laughs> I mean, we might get to some times where he does have a point, maybe. But for the most yeah. part, like, it's it's few and far between. It's a small sample size of the yeah. monsters, again. Yeah. Speaking of, so we have Paul. Yeah. I'm sorry, but why? Why your 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 response to somebody trying to kill themselves, whether it is for attention or to actually commit suicide, is to like make them fight for their lives. Which I don't feel like that trap had a a solution. I don't feel like he could have gotten out of that. No, easily. there's a few of these traps that are like, and a couple of them. They, like, there's a whole movie where it's like, yeah, explicitly a bunch of them. There was no escape from. Right. And then there are some that are just like, oh no, this was a writer oversight here. I think this is yeah, that's what we're at work with here. Is just like they came up with the idea for the trap first, maybe, mm-hmm. just because they needed more traps. But it's not. It doesn't feel like a saw trap for one. There's only one or two traps in the first movie that like really hint at where the traps go. Right, like that are engineered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is just like set deck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like nothing was like built for it. And yeah, this one feels lazy. Yeah, especially compared to a couple of the other traps that almost have too much going on. This one's like underthought, undercooked, you know? Mm-hmm. 
you know what? This goes to like you're saying that like John Kramer Jigsaw is a toxic stepfather figure. Is like he does pretend to be very fatherly of like mm-hmm. I'm, he's trying to teach a hard yeah. lesson. But in this case, Paul needed a hug. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many of these cases. It's like <laughs> the what needs what we need here is some healing, not more harm. It's Jigsaw has a hammer and everything looks like a nail. It's like, this is the only thing he knows. And clearly his dad did a shitty job. You know, like, it's sort of like, you know, when I think of like the things my father was a little too stern about or weird about, and I'm like, well, it's a miracle he wasn't his dad, you know, Mm -hmm. because his dad was a giant piece of shit. Yeah, what did John Kramer's What did John Kramer's dad look like, you know? What a nightmare that must have been. Papa Jigsaw. Yeah, I think Jigsaw needs a hug. <laughs> I mean, a- right? Like, he, he hits one major problem in his life, getting cancer, and then suddenly yeah. everything looks like well, very elaborate murder. We learn that there's a few other problems later well, in the series. Yeah, we'll but yeah, get there. But so far, it's just like, oh, this is Breaking Bad if... Walter White decided instead of drugs, he's going to build traps to catch people in. <laughs> he's yeah. He thinks that this tough love shit is the, is the way he thinks that withholding affection is the way. And it's like, dude, no, you're harming. You're actively creating more damage here in the name of a lesson. That's fucked up. What lesson is Paul supposed to learn? I mean, well, he clearly didn't because yeah. he died. Well, that's the other thing is that maybe he was calling Jigsaw's bluff there, you know, where he's like, if you want to die, all you have to do is stay in the room. And he's like, okay, I really want to die. So thanks for the help. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the room and I'm going to cut the shit out of myself. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to make a mess you have to clean up, bitch. <laughs> you know what? That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> kind of awesome because it's like, well, none of my loved ones are going to be burdened with this. <laughs> you know you're gonna have to clean me up to cover your tracks or the or the state will mm-hmm. you know but i this way i don't risk somebody coming home and finding me yeah i'm just gonna say right now at the beginning of this that 99 percent of these traps i would just be like yeah you know what nope just kill me yeah i'm not doing this yeah no exactly <laughs> it's so many of them to me it's just like yeah not worth it no and it, if this proves your point i don't give a shit right so in the case of paul we free him. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. He might have been suicidal because he feels enormous guilt over something awful he did. But we don't know that. We are not told anything more about Paul other than he was suicidal. And I feel like if he did something really awful, that would be the thing Jigsaw calls him out for. Right? Right. Like, Jigsaw doesn't hide. He doesn't bury the lead. No. Yeah. So Paul is like, absolutely, Paul should not be here. Paul needs a therapist. Mm-hmm. Paul might need a medication. Paul needs someone in his life to care. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Paul needs. Not a maze of razor wire. <laughs> no, that's not the love No, Paul that's needs. every day for Paul. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor Paul. So then we move on to Mark, who was covered in flammable <laughs> jelly. Oh, this is- this is one of those traps that's like, not only does it not match the aesthetic, it's also way too much shit going on. There's a lot. So he uh, he's covered in flammable jelly. He's in a room with a safe that has the key to get out in it. I don't well, remember. Okay, so... Th- there's broken glass all over the floor. The combination to the safe is all around the room. He has poison in him. 
He has been no, poisoned. Forgot about that and the part. antidote to the poison is in the safe. That's right. The okay. combination is hidden in random numbers written on the walls. Which is like, so what's the fucking clue to what the numbers are? Right. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense. He has to hold up this candle really close to them. And he's covered in flammable jelly and there's broken glass on the floor. <laughs> this is too many things. Yeah, you need to take some notes. Jigsaw, you need to edit. This is too much. Like, if he had poison in him, he didn't really need the flammable jelly, did he? No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, and what was the broken glass for? To make him drop the candle? Because that's what happens. I mean, you're setting Mark up for failure. Mark has here. no shot here. No, no. There is no shot. And the fact that the editing shows that he lasted for quite a while. He, yeah, and he was trying. Trying that's the real other hard. Thing, is that Jigsaw, spoilers in the third movie, calls Amanda out for not playing fair. And it's like, bitch, you weren't playing fair right. from day one. Well, okay. Do you want to start making a list of Jigsaw double standards? Because I feel like that's its own Oh, there's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Again, he's one of those like, I'll never take a handout, guys. And it's like, mm, how cheap were houses when you were in the market? Right. But so here's Mark's sin. Mark faked an illness to get <laughs> workers comp. Yeah. Insurance fraud. Which... Don't be a fucking narc, dude. Right? right. Well, Let Mark okay. have his thing. Especially considering that he, you know, punishes somebody else later on oh, for being yeah, a narc. Later on, he's, well, and in the sixth and, movie. yeah, punishes an entire group of like, people. Oh, you guys work for an insurance company. I used to be on your side, but now suddenly I'm not. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this one feels really egregious. I dated somebody once whose roommate was a person whose job was to go on social media and catch people lying about injuries or being sick. Oh my sick. God, yeah. ew. And it's like, that is gross. You should be punished by Jigsaw. Right? <laughs> you should be in a trap. So here's my suggestion, is I feel like Mark, we set free and we replace Mark with that person. Yeah. <laughs> we call We call up, uh, I, I don't even remember her name. But <laughs> <laughs> we just start putting real world people that yeah, we know in I these just traps I dox instead. her right now. I'm just like, this is where she lives. This is her address. Right. Go and get she her. Deserves this, to she be in deserves this room. to be, have poison put in her with an antidote in a safe and covered in flammable jelly with broken glass on the floor and given a candle. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way around that. There's so many ways that's going to kill you. Right? It's too much. It's a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. Yeah. It's a trap on a trap on a trap on a trap. And you get to a certain number of traps, and it's like, well, there's no getting out of this. Yeah, and it's also just a fucking room, man. It looks like a tool video. It doesn't have, like, again, that saw trap aesthetic. Which brings us to our next thing, yeah. which is the first real saw trap aesthetic trap. Yeah, which is, to be clear, also looks like it comes out of a tool video. I mean, <laughs> aren't these all just tool yeah, videos? they're all really just, like, inheritors to that throne. So we have Amanda Young. The most iconic trap, and probably the best character. Define best. Uh, most my interesting? favorite. Hottest? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you hottest, hottest and most interesting. Hottest, most interesting, and she's, uh, if we were to, oh man, we're going to have to at some point do a fuck, Mary kill on all the jigsaws. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. But there's so there's, there's more than so three of them. many hot ones, too. Yeah. Oh. But Shawnee Smith, fucking A. Oh, yeah. The blob zone, Shawnee yeah. Smith. She rules. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. So she gets the reverse bear trap because she's a heroin addict, which, uh, again, jigsaw. <laughs> but she needs health care. <laughs> yeah. 
Drug addiction is a is a is a public health situation. Also, even like addiction, like the whatever. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> the like the the prohibition is not a solution, right? Uh, thing. I am all about harm reduction. Yes. But this is not a reverse bear trap. This is not harm reduction. That is harm amplification. And considering the path that Amanda takes, because you know she does get out of her trap, it's clear that this was not the the way to go for her. This did not help her. It just made her situation more problematic and complicated. That's the thing. I think Amanda, her whole arc, is what does indicate to me that like maybe maybe these movies know what they're saying. Because by that third movie, it's very clear that she is a monster that has been created by Jigsaw and his perspective. It's almost like the Republican Party looking at Donald Trump and being like, <laughs> did we create this? Yes, Wait, you th- created this. This was us? <laughs> yeah. This is a result of all of your shit. You did this and you fucked it up. But Jigsaw doesn't own that. But you're right, you're right. Amanda's whole path just shows how flawed Jigsaw's logic is because he does this whole reverse bear trap to like make her appreciate life and move away from her addiction and like actually live. But all that does is just make her more fucked up and and find new, worse ways of channeling her pain. Because also in the process, and this is where, again, not all traps are created equal... You know, there are traps that involve enduring intense physical or emotional agony to save your life. Mm -hmm. And then there are traps that are do something incredibly awful to another human being to save your life. And one, of course, one plays on compassion. Like, do you see other human beings as worthy of life? If so, this is a dilemma for you. If not, there's no problem. You're going to pass this test. And that's where it's like, even if she wasn't already like a dangerous person, that makes her a dangerous person because now you've just made her murder someone else whose only crime, as far as we know, was also being addicted to heroin. Yeah, we honestly, we don't know anything about, what's his name, Donnie Greco? Donnie Greco, yeah. Yeah, other than that he was drugged so that he couldn't move. Yeah. So, I mean, he was meant to just be a victim. He was meant to die. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no... There's no passing any test for him. He's part of Amanda's test. And Amanda's test is just, well, can you cut a person open and root around in their guts? And that's going to make you fucked up if you're forced to do that to save your own life. That's not cool. Right. And it's, it's really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. But everything else about it, no notes. Oh, my God. The trap itself, iconic. The video that she watches, the Billy puppet coming in on the tricycle afterwards to be like, congratulations, you won. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's all, that's also great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything about it minus the reasoning for her being there and making her kill somebody to get that key. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, Donnie and Amanda need, I mean, methadone or meetings or maybe even no interference at all. (laughs) Like, right? Just, Clean needles is what they need. Yeah. Harm <laughs> reduction. Yeah. You know, health care. Mm-hmm. Chances are, if this is their situation, there are other things wrong in their lives that need to be addressed. Not just, well, can you kill another person to save your life? That's really all that you need to heal. 
So then let's just say this reverse bear trap you've already acknowledged is the first truly iconic, truly interesting, mm-hmm. truly unique trap. Yeah. So let's set it aside. Let's save the reverse bear trap for somebody else. Oh, yeah. We're taking it off Amanda <laughs> and we're going to save it for somebody else. Yeah, we'll put it on somebody else. Like, this looks great on Amanda, but it would look even better on so-and-so. <laughs> it is really sexy. It really is. And yeah. I, I feel weird saying that. I mean, look, a lot of these traps are kind of... And there's a weird... Like, there is an S&M, obviously, you know, and a bondage culture thing at but work it, in a lot it, of the imagery in these movies. It's not like normal S&M. It's like German S&M. Yeah, know? I mean, it's not even like... Yeah, it's not even like Hellraiser S&M. It's not even Clive Barker S&M. Right. Because there's no fantasy element to it. It's so it's just... It's industrial. German sex yeah. club basement yeah. S&M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it blurs some lines. And so <laughs> there are scenes where you're going to be like, wow, I want to do things with that person Mm -hmm. and i want them wearing that while we're doing it right and it becomes you know you have to ask yourself some questions honestly that's what these movies should be concerning themselves with (laughs) (laughs) again we talk about wanting to make the saw movies less straight yeah and i think that's how you do it yeah you you lean into the snm stuff yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, again, that's very tricky area to navigate. <laughs> it is, but that's why, and Jigsaw's not really the person to do it, nor is James Wan. No, Jigsaw's too straight. Yeah, again. that's the problem. Yeah. Is James, this is all subconsciously sexual. We need yeah. somebody who sees it as like actually yeah. pseudo-sexual. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's tricky though, because we're talking about uh, still murdering people. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> let's table all of <laughs> yeah, this yeah. discussion for now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the detectives. And the situations they find themselves in with uh, their buddy Jeff. Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) who's Jeff? I don't know. He's not the Jeff from the third movie. No. And was that an intentional trap? He treats it like one because he's like... He says it's a... a, Jeff is a test subject. He's like, it's like a dry run. It's like to see if this trap works. And it's like, well, then that's fucked up. Are you just grabbing random people and being like, let's see if this trap works for the person I'm going to punish? But then Jigsaw just riffs off of it and says, okay, now this is a test for you detectives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's totally it's, just, like, winging it. It seems like the whole time, it's like, yeah, I know they're coming for me at some point, so I'm just going to put this guy here, and when they come, well, we'll do it. Yeah, and he's like, do you value a man's life over arresting me? Is is kind yeah. of his test? Yeah, and it's like, these are cops you're talking to, buddy. So, <laughs> no, they don't value <laughs> they, lives. Yeah. But I guess they do save him. And then no, they punish. Doesn't he die? No, Jeff survives. Because uh, Singh, he can't find the key because it's a whole key ring, and he so he just shoots it and it stops. Oh. <laughs> but then, <laughs> well, that's convenient. Then he starts chasing Jigsaw, and then... And then Singh gets blasted by shotguns yep. on the doorway, which is, I mean, that's... Look, that's a classic. Shotguns, the old water bucket trick, but with shotguns? Yeah. Yeah. It's Come great. on. Yeah. Bye, Singh. Bye, Singh. <laughs> A-cab, baby. All right, so... Then we come to the the the, the movie, yeah. What the, the actual movie is, plot, yeah, which is the whole bathroom. Yeah, you wake up in a bathroom, chained to a thing, and there's a saw. And hey, what a great idea for a movie! It's Short like a, almost movie. like a black box play. Uh, so we have Adam 
and Dr. Gordon mm-hmm. chained on opposite sides of a bathroom with a corpse who, yeah, it's Jigsaw, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen the movies, sorry, spoiler, that's Jigsaw on the ground, which, yeah. again. Why? Yeah. Why? Why was that a thing? Because... I look. I understand the inclination, especially if you're like a film student. It's like, oh, this would be this would play with their heads, you know. This is cool. And again, if I saw it in a theater, if I was like a, went to a college and there was like a black in a black box theater and saw a play of this with a guy just lying there the whole time, and he gets up and does, you know, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Okay, as a, sure as a play, yeah. I guess, <laughs> but still, but okay, in universe in movie. It doesn't. Why? That's again. There, there, there's no reason to do that. There's so many things in these <laughs> movies that are just like so much of plotting or characterization is just to get to one point, you know, to get to one thing that they think would be a cool idea, you know. Mm-hmm. So in Adam's case, he is in this bathroom because he is a photographer who gets hired to spy on people. He's yeah. like, he's a he's a like a PI. Yeah, he's he takes pictures of people cheating. He, and he's a, specifically right. The language they use for him is that he's a voyeur. You know, he, he doesn't live his own life. He watches other people lives there, live theirs. I think he's also just a dick. Like I, he, he's, yeah. he just sucks. He really sucks. He's just a shitty guy. He's dishonest. You know, he, he doesn't, he hides things from Dr. Gordon who also sucks. Who also sucks. I mean, they're both <laughs> just pretty antagonistic for no reason. Yeah. Well, they're men. Yeah, they. I mean, that's the problem with <laughs> this, these movies is that there's too men. much heterosexuality in these movies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll, yeah. Just <laughs> just include one scene in this movie of Doctor Gordon and Adam just jerking off in front of each other. Yeah, just staring at each other's yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just you know what? How that are we might pass fix the this time? movie. <laughs> It would make it even better just knowing that that John Kramer is in the middle, just like just <laughs> pretending like, to be dead, yeah, just yeah. very aware that this jerking off is happening. Yeah. One of them gets cum on him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's wow. Okay, so <laughs> Dr. Gordon is there because, well, he's been cheating on his wife. But here's the thing. He hasn't been. I get the impression that he arranged that meeting with her with Carla, mm-hmm. the med student, and then backed out. And that was the first time they were going to do it. Because he even says, I didn't cheat on my wife. When Adam's like, you were cheating on your wife. And he's like, I didn't. And it's like... Oh, I see. yeah, okay. You know, like, it's still infidelity. But he didn't... When it came time, he was like, nope, I can't do it. But I think the actual reason he's there is because he's kind of characterized as one of those... He's an asshole doctor. Asshole doctors who yeah. doesn't see their patients as humans. Yeah. Because of the way that he talks about John yeah. when he's in the room with him. Yeah. It's like he has bad bedside manner. Yeah. That, <laughs> You're not good at sin. giving people cancer news. And it's like, I'm not going to fault anybody for being bad at giving cancer news. I mean, there's, is there a good Is there way? a good way to do that? I don't think so. I mean, there's better ways. There's, I mean, there's... Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, there's also worse ways probably. Yeah, sure. I, don't, I mean, he does suck in that room when he's with those people, and this is Doctor Gordon's whole problem: is he's uh, he's a white, straight cis man, mm-hmm. you know, in a profession that is like kind of seen as on a pedestal by most of society, you know, and he right. definitely gets off on that. Like he loves the attention his students are giving him. He's like kind of eggs himself on to talk shit about the orderlies at the hospital when he's making fun of Zepp. And thinking he's better than everybody. 
he does suck. And he's also like a bad father and a bad husband. Yes. Whether or not he's actually actively sexually unfaithful to his wife. He sucks. <laughs> I mean, they both suck. Yeah. And while we're on it, let's just like loop Zep into this because he's part of the test. <sighs> yeah. His inclusion feels really weird because again this is one of those things that's because it's a twist right it's the entire movie you're gonna think he's the one doing it and then when it's revealed that he's just another puppet that's a twist and hey we bought ourselves another 10 minutes in this movie like cool and we also never get to know why yeah we don't really know why he's there except that he gossips about the people he works with but is that why? Because the whole thing is, is that when when Adam plays his tape, when Adam plays Zepp's tape and realizes that it's not, that he's not Jigsaw, he stops the tape before Jigsaw explains why he's being chosen for this. But there is some talk about like you talk bad about the people you work with or whatever. Like, and I don't. He just he seems like a creep. That's the other thing. Is Zepp feels like. He's done this before, mm-hmm. you know, that he's done awful things. He's a little too into it. Right. And it makes it unclear. It also undermines a lot of the message of the, the idea of the traps. Because it's like, how is Zepp killing two people a test for him to overcome whatever his sin is? Also, let's just say killing a, you know, Gordon's wife and child. Child, yeah. That have nothing to do with this. Yeah. That's his mission. <laughs> Which is like, what the fuck? You're, again, you're just causing more harm. Right. Also, I don't understand how getting Dr. Gordon to kill Adam is a lesson. I don't, I, it, it the whole thing falls apart. Very quickly with any like, amount of consideration. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Whatsoever. No, so... We can't really judge Zep because we know nothing about him. Yeah, whatever. Kill him. Sure. He's going to kill a a mom and her kid, you know? Like... Honestly, because, you know, he is going to die otherwise, and so he's willing to sacrifice a mom and her kid to save himself. So, yeah, fuck Zep. Yeah, fuck Zep. He can die from blood poisoning or getting smashed by the cover of a toilet. Let's put the fucking reverse bear trap on him. You think Zep deserves the reverse... Hmm... I think that this is going to sound fucked up, but I think we have to put the reverse bear trap on somebody hot. You know who deserves the reverse (laughs) bear trap, I think, is Adam. The thing is, though, is that, like, it would be an honor to wear the reverse bear trap because it is such an iconic trap. It is the most iconic trap in the entire franchise. Yeah. So you're saying that Adam doesn't deserve it. It's the reason for this season. I think maybe he does deserve it because of that. I don't know. There's also just something, like, the thing, the best... Of the traps to me are the ones that really highlight the juxtaposition of heavy, grimy, industrial machinery mm-hmm. and like the frailty, delicateness and like tenderness and like hotness, okay, of the human body. Yeah, no, like, I agree with you. Those sure. two things like like fucking Tetsuo, you know, it's like a different kind of body horror. It's industrialized S&M body horror. When the saw trap works best, that's what it's doing. And yeah, sure. Adam, look, he's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Liam yeah. Mel is hot. Yeah. So give him a reverse. Take his clothes off, first of all, <laughs> and then put a reverse bear trap on. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why is he wearing a shirt? Yeah. 
Uh, I'll take shirtless Lee Wanell <laughs> with a bear, reverse bear <laughs> yeah. trap on him. You could put him in a bathtub and you put all his clothes on him? Come on. Okay, stop. I'm getting worked up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. But honestly, I think we can both agree that Adam and Lawrence, Dr. Gordon, deserve to be punished. Yeah. Like, they're bad people. Yeah, they're bad people. I mean, I, Lawrence, uh, I don't know where I stand on him. He seems more, I don't want to say victim, but he seems more of like, kind of like what's his name in uh, Sleepaway Camp 3, the one that I wanted to defend, the one that was like clearly going to grow up to be like a Republican senator. Uh huh. You know, it's sort of like that situation for me. I feel like Dr. Gordon's whole thing is he's just going with this flow of what society and his peers and his profession and his friends and family have told him about himself and about what his purpose in life is. And I feel like he gets to this point where he's going to cheat on his wife and he stops it and he realizes he's on, he's moving in the wrong direction here. I think if he doesn't get taken from that parking lot that night and is just kind of like allowed to examine what he almost did, and maybe actually talk to his wife and go to some kind of counseling. Mm-hmm. I think he's redeemable. I think he's got a shot at like, I- I've been fucked up and now I can change. And I don't have to murder someone or cut off my own foot to do it. I mean, you are right. The, now that you say that, and he does care about his kid. Yeah. You know, they, they even try to do this thing where they paint him as being like, oh, I'm the too busy father. But then he's like, no, no. No, then I, he's like, don't. He's like, yeah. I'm going to finish this paragraph. And then he finishes the paragraph. Yeah. yeah. And then goes and like is actually like he has a sweet conversation with his child. Like he does care. Yeah. He's just also a fucking doctor. And I will tell you from <laughs> peripheral experience that like. There's not a lot of good doctors. No, because <laughs> everything that they put you through to get to that point. Yeah. It's designed to make you a it's bad like person. It's like being a cop. Yeah. yeah. It's like they, they knock like they all the compassion out of you. Yeah. To be okay. Yeah. Okay. So really what we're saying here is... Fuck Adam. <laughs> fuck Adam and Dr. Lawrence Gordon is okay. Yeah. You know what? And let's get rid of the bathroom trap because the whole thing's boring and makes no sense. Yeah. It's just, it's just like it's a diorama. You know, it's like when Danny Glover finds the diorama and is like, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's the whole idea for the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking at. And it it's not cool on its own. No. And it's it's very muddled. It's even more yeah. muddled than the like well, <laughs> jelly, flammable jelly, poison, <laughs> yeah. glass safe. And it, and it plays out like it's like the whole thing going on between Adam and Dr. Gordon here is like it's like a first date in an escape room. <laughs> And it's a first date that's a blind date. Like what happened was Jigsaw played matchmaker mm-hmm. and set these two up on a date in an escape room. And you're not going to look, you're not going to get the best out of anyone in that scenario. No, no, that's a terrible, that's a first terrible date. first date. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, unless you have a story that contradicts that. I don't know. I would never do a first date in an escape room. No, I don't. no. I'm saying like if somebody listening is like, well, I, oh, me and my partner have been married for Five years after our escape, escape room, room. experience. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. That's not. <laughs> I don't buy it. I, I don't believe you're you. Lying. If your first date was an escape room and you're still together years later, you're both like you're as crazy. psychotic. Yeah, you're as crazy as Jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever whoever initiated that date is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment though. No, no. I yeah. mean, you do you. Yeah. But we're gonna put a reverse bear trap on you. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but that's what that whole scenario is, and it just does. Yeah, it does. It feels less like a trap and more like it's, it's a scenario. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a I don't thing. Know. It's, it's not even a very well thought out no. scenario. It's just kind of like a a series of stuff. Yeah. Well, and again, like the later movies that took that idea and then ran with it, and it's like, well, you can't just have them in a room. You got to put them through a maze of some sort. You know, you got to do a rat in a maze thing with them. Right. And that's way more interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I think we've judged Saw one enough, right? Yeah. I mean, Detective Trap is killed by Zep, and Zep is killed by Adam. So this is like more of that jigsaw being like, well, I don't kill anybody. And it's like, yeah, you fucking did, though. That whole thing he has of like, I hate murderers. I'm not a murderer. It's like, bitch, (laughs) that is some like real convenient logic you're using. You were in a glass mannequin factory right now (laughs) throwing all kinds of stones. Right? Yeah. He sucks. John. Anyway. Okay. Should we move on to Saw 2? Saw peace sign, saw two fingers. Saw two fingers. <laughs> I love that poster. Mm-hmm. It's a great poster. Yeah. Okay. Saw two fingers. <laughs> two thousand five. Speaking of hot people, this one right off wow. the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat, maybe the hottest victim in the franchise. Really? We're talking about Michael. With Marks? Michael. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He is yummy. For sure. And, you know, it helps that he's wearing his little industrial, you know, helmet thing. Yeah, that's this is what I'm talking about. And in yeah. his underwear. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yummy, yummy Michael. Yeah. He's got his death mask, <laughs> his Iron Maiden mask. Yeah. That, like, I mean, honestly, he can leave it on, you know? Right. <laughs> as long as it, I mean, I, I mean, we'll wanna... take the spikes out. Yeah. Probably. And yeah. I would also want to take any. Trigger mechanisms out, any spring inside there out. I don't want to accidentally kill somebody. I'm, you know, messing. Well, I mean, with. you just take the spike, the take the stuff out of it that kills him, and then just close it. <laughs> okay, I. This is a new kink I'm learning yeah. about you. <laughs> anyway, so, he's killed because he's a snitch. Yeah, he's a police informant. But here's the thing that I want to point out. It's not just that he's a narc. He's a he's a police informant for the worst, the cop. worst, Eric yeah. Matthews. And so you, it's like it's hard to say because you know Eric has probably threatening him. Yeah, I mean he's him. being forced yeah. into this situation. Yeah. So it's sort of like I mean yeah, obviously snitches get stitches, but right. like. But- the entire plot of this movie is about how Eric Matthews is a is terrible it, cop, terrible, it, dirty cop. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, almost everybody being punished because of Eric Matthews' actions, I almost want to just exonerate just because of their association with him. Yeah, like nobody him. that he has anything on is guilty. Right, right. <laughs> like He literally has planted like, evidence on every one of them. And honestly, because that's everyone in Saw 2... I, well, I don't want to say we're letting everybody go. No, we'll, I mean, we'll do them one by one. Okay. But like, as far as a group goes, they are probably the most innocent group of all of these movies. Yeah. So Michael and his Venus flytrap device, we take that off of him. Yeah. He's just, look, it's just too hot. <laughs> he's he's too hot for him. Yeah. Especially not a trap that messes with his face. Yeah. 
Okay, so can we do what we did with the reverse bear trap where we just save the Venus flytrap? Yeah, we trap? take the Venus flytrap death mask off of Michael. We let Michael go. We just, we, here's what we do. I don't know. We find out if he's got family somewhere. Get him a bus ticket there. You know, get, just get him away from Detective Matthews. And this whole city. You, you, I mean, look, the city, <laughs> the city, I hate to say it, what I'm going to say. The city is a character it is. in these movies. And it's weird because you don't know what city it is. It doesn't have any identity beyond being like dark no, and it's, gritty. No, it's very intentionally not a named city. Yeah. The city, this city feels like, it's like Gotham if the Riddler were Batman. <laughs> like, and Jigsaw actually kind of has the same space as like Batman or the Punisher or whatever, right? He's like, the cops aren't cops enough. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the cops are corrupt, so I need to be a cop. It's, he just doesn't take it in the right <laughs> yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. He's a cop for all the wrong people. Yeah, it's like the movies say ACAB, but I don't think Jigsaw is saying ACAB. What are you talking about? Jigsaw says a lot of ACAB oh, in That's right. Movies. He kills so many cops. Yeah. Yeah. Two in this movie. Yeah. Just, just. But there's still Lexington. this like copaganda element almost of like, well, the problem here is a few bad apples. I don't know. I don't know if I see that because, again, there's no great people in any of these yeah, movies. Yeah, true. These yeah, movies right. are, like you said, very naively cynical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, everybody's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the p- cops aren't the problem. Everybody's the problem. <laughs> Everybody. The city's the problem. The filth of this city. It's like he's Rorschach. You know? <laughs> it's fucking gross. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, yeah, we should get everyone out of this city. I mean, so maybe that's what we need is we need to like open up the Jigsaw multiverse and merge this city with a city that actually has done better for its citizens. No, what we need. Yeah, we need a city council that cares. (laughs) (laughs) This city just needs some people. That's going to fix this city. We need some mutual aid. city council that cares. We need a strong leftist (laughs) presence in government. We need some serious like nonprofit presence yeah. of people on those streets, like working to provide services to all of these broken people. I mean, the problem is capitalism. <laughs> the problem is it's like every noir movie. Ultimately you just zoom out and you're like, we well, yeah, capitalism is the great evil here. That mm. is the bad guy here. <laughs> um, but also jigsaw is the bad guy and, and the cops and the cops. <laughs> Pretty much everybody but the non-cop victims. Are yeah, the bad mostly guys. <laughs> it's just the people in the traps are fine and need to be let go. Right. So uh, let's just move on to the house as a whole. So now we, we we have the nerve gas house. Yeah. The escape house. The escape house. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's not a room, it's a house. I like the house. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I love about the nerve gas house is that the house itself is a trap, but then there are all these little traps scattered throughout, but they're designed with obviously somebody in mind, but they're just sort of there for people to discover. And we don't even get to see all of them. It's hinted that there are ones that we don't ever get to look at, you know, like there's an antidote available in each trap and they're scattered throughout the house. And so we get like, you know, to see a handful of them, but not all. Well, it is also like a situation where, because, you know, these traps, some of them are a little easier to deal with than others. And some of them are yeah. downright impossible. <laughs> I don't understand the trap that... Uh, I Addison? Addison. 
with the hand trap. Yeah. How? How does that trap even? We don't know because she just throws the tape because she doesn't have a tape player. And then just says, well, I think I can figure out. There is an, when you take a test, you need to read the instructions. Read the directions yeah, before right. you put your pen to paper. I mean, the thing that she needed to do is not put both hands in both sides. <laughs> yeah. I feel like with a trap like that, you just use the other hand to, to push the blades. The blades. Yeah. 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 I love that we get a bit of that in three, too, of Angus McFadden's character being like, Oh, this is how you do it? No, we're going to figure out a different way to do this trap. And the shotgun, the key with the oh, shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he's like trying to, yeah. yeah. But the thing about the hand trap is that, and I, I do kind of like this, by that point, it's like, it actually does make it very clear that they are not very cognitively, yeah, they're, they're, they're cognitively impaired at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, because their brains are being eaten by nerve gas. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, it's like so I, you think everybody's gonna do the trap perfectly, Jigsaw, you dick. Right. So Again, they're they've gotten the, no help. Yeah, they're set up for failure. Yeah. So let's just let's just move through this list. So okay. we got Gus, the businessman. Uh so here's the thing. We don't get a lot of background on a lot of these characters. I think two of them we don't even get their names, right? Like we don't get Gus's or Addison's name in the film, do we? I, I'm not sure if we do. I saw it on the subtitles. Yeah. And okay. then it was also in the wiki. Um, and he does appear in a later Saw film. Yeah, that's flashback. the other thing is that we get, we start getting other, we get more information about characters and more context in later films because they like to jump around in time. And so in the case of Gus, so well, we know about all the people in the Nerve Gas house is that they all were sent to jail. Because Detective Eric Matthews planted some shit on them. Yeah. But they also are all guilty of something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, Jigsaw's like, yeah, they didn't do this, but they, they did, did something. something. Well, and the worst part is, in Gus's case, as far as I can tell from the wiki, like, he was wrongfully imprisoned for some, like, white-collar crime. Mm, yeah, he seems like that. But then became a drug addict in prison. And that's what so, apparently he's being punished for. <laughs> because you were fucked by the system, we get to punish you more. That's everyone in this movie, actually. It it actually is. Yeah. Well, okay. Almost. All right. So Gus didn't do the white collar crime that he was According to the of. wiki, no. Okay, because I was going to say, if he did, well, then fuck him. He probably, like, wiped out some old lady's pension. I Yeah, he does deserve it. But... But we don't really know. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to let him go, right? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like, innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. You don't put somebody in a nerve gas house if you aren't sure they committed the crime. Yeah. So he's freed. And that's a good trap, the gun on the people, but it's also kind of unimaginative for Jigsaw. It's a little basic, you know? Like, yeah, it's got gears and, like, a system to it, but... The one thing I, I, I do agree that it's super basic. The one thing I do like about it is that because it's on the very first door they come to to lead to the entire house, yeah. that it just like, it kind of teases them. Like here's yeah. a weapon you could have and multiple people try, try to, to get, get it, it out yeah. and, and can't. But also that's the thing I don't really like about it is that it's just a gun. I mean, I like that it's used in that way. It's, it's like you the reverse this. Chekhov's gun yeah. because it's... They can't do anything with it. it like, it's introduction. It shoots first. Exactly. It's introduction <laughs> is shooting somebody. And then it never fires again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the opposite of the Chekhov's gun that we get in the first movie. But it's also like, for a saw trap, it's just a gun. And 
the saw traps are the thing that I like about them is that it's like stuff that's reappropriated, you know? And that's, in general, what I love about horror is when a thing that is like an everyday object or something that isn't necessarily a weapon is used to be a weapon. Like, that's that's what horror is. That's what the fear is, is the fear of unknown possibilities. And I'm so sorry. No, no, I Again, get it. these I get movies it. are making me overthink. Yeah, you're you're in a saw trap. <laughs> a saw, a, a saw mental trap saw trap of my own making. <laughs> Look what you've done to me, John Kramer. Um, so then we have Obi, who it's pronounced Obi. Oh, you're right. He even says that, Philip. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Obi. 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 His crime was the crime he committed for Jigsaw, which was abducting. Well, these so people. in the tape, Jigsaw says that he says something about how he's been dishonest and fraudulent with all of his people, like everybody in his life. He's always lied to and cheated. And then Jigsaw had him help kidnap everybody. So it's like he already was not a good person, and then Jigsaw like, recruited well, him to do this. Let's see if you'll do, do something worse. And oh, you did it, so now you're in trouble. Yeah, like isn't that entrapment? It's entrapment. Yeah, well, Jigsaw does a number of entrapment. I mean, look, this is a guy who in the previous movie was totally fine with traumatizing a child by having Ben Linus from Lost wave a gun in her face over and to over again. Teach a doctor a lesson to teach about someone bedside else manner. A lesson. Like that girl is irreparably <laughs> scarred now. Yeah. Yeah. Because of you, you fuck. And, spoiler alert, he doesn't learn his lesson. Nobody learns any <laughs> lessons. That's the beauty. <laughs> so, yeah, even though Abby. I love Abby. Really? I. There's something about him. Oh my God, you're turned on by I'm him. I'm kind of turned on by Abby. It's hotter when he gets in the furnace, isn't it? <laughs> I want to do it in the furnace. <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> I love the little, like, not turn knob with the drawing of the devil and his thing is just like well i'm gonna die in here because i'm not doing that (laughs) right what is that it's like it's the valve to turn down the gas so that like if you 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 would be sacrificing basically i guess your arm Mm -hmm. which is weird because you would still be catching fire so you would still have to get out of the trap right and roll around stop drop and roll you know this is another one of those traps that feels like how, like, no, like even if he turns down the gas, he's going to be on fire in there. John was killing Abby here. Yeah, that's what it was happening. Yeah. Also, okay, let's just name this. This group was set up to turn against each other, like by design. Yeah, and yeah, that f- was the whole point. Yes, I mean the the whole point, like immediately, was, to- was like, what do you all have in common? Hey. Who's and then, this guy in here with you? Could he be the son of a cop that sucks? That you all hate? That yeah. put you all in jail? And then also, not only that, but like the the whole Abby thing is like he throws him under the bus. He literally tells the entire room that this <laughs> yeah, guy is the yeah. one who kidnapped them. So yeah, he was he was killing Abby here. That Abby did not have a chance. No. But also, I, I you might find him hot. I'm okay with. Here's this. the thing: I don't think I would save him. No, he's a fuck, not a Mary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like like I recognize that my attraction to Abby is not good for me. So, so fuck and then go in the furnace or fuck in the furnace and then get out. And then I get out of the furnace and and he's still in there. (laughs) So he's in this case, we just do nothing. Yeah. This is like hands off. That's so rough though. I don't want anyone to burn to death. You know, I'm not saving him though, but it's also kind of a neat trap because it's a, is it a, 
It's an incinerator. Mm-hmm. Is it for? Is it like a crematorium? What house are they in? What is this? Unclear. These spaces are also. It's all. I'm resisting the urge to overthink this, but like the Saw movies, like it's urban horror. So they're taking spaces left over from capitalism, like warehouses, abandoned factories, abandoned homes with giant furnaces in them. I guess, like uh, there's a slaughterhouse <laughs> thing right. in one of them. Like it's all of the the apparatus of capitalism that has been left behind in the wake of post-industrialization which this house and it is a house yeah it has rooms that suggest that it was a home is somehow still connected in the basement to a subterranean tunnel system that leads to the industrial bathroom from the first one so yeah who fucking knows there's a steelworks uh but there's also is was it a funeral home i who knows it's all exactly it's all just ephemera it's all this vague like Post-industrial fucking stuff. Soup. Pig soup. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get to pig soup. Okay. Okay, So in the case of Abby, we are doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, he's a, I think he's a top drawer, but (laughs) he's a walk away. (laughs) Walk away. Hands off. I mean, again, hands on, but then hands off. I don't want to make this weird. It's already weird. Laura, oh my God, speaking of hot, Laura Hunter. Mm-hmm. She is really hot. And also, we know nothing about what she did to get in prison. So, we, I mean, there's we can't judge her here. Yeah. She's, a, she's an interesting character because she's such a, like, she just gives up, more or less, a couple times. You know, she's the, like, doesn't have this the fighting spirit that Jigsaw is looking to inspire in people. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of a blank slate character. We don't know what she's being punished for. She, we don't know what Eric Matthews framed her for. We don't know what like her life is outside of any of this, really. Mm-hmm. We know that little Daniel seems to have kind of a thing for her, which mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And we get her whole like this can't be it thing where she's freaking out about like she's going to die. And then she does. And, and then she does. But like as she realizes it, she's just like, this isn't, there's is so much more to do. There's like the, the, the most relatable response to the idea of death as a, as a mortal on this earth, right? Is that like, but there was more to do. This, is, this wasn't enough time. The idea of the untimely death. And that's super relatable and it makes her so much more significant to me in that moment where it's like, I don't care what she did. Let her the fuck go, man. Well, and honestly, just character traits alone tell me that Whatever she did, she should be forgiven for. Yeah. Or be given a second chance to redeem herself. Mm -hmm. And she was never going to get it in this house. Her constitution is clearly weak enough that she was not... Like, she succumbs so quickly, way before the time runs out. It's just all harm. (laughs) There's no healing. There's no help. No. So, okay, we're freeing Laura. And we're definitely freeing Jonas. Okay, here's the thing about Jonas, though. What? I love him. He's great. But he does have that line saying that he's made a lot of enemies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're out there looking for me. They're coming for my family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they don't find me, they'll go for my family. So we never know why he ended up in prison, but clearly he's done some shit. He's done some shit, but I choose to believe that the people that are after him are the ones in the wrong. That, like, he's made enemies with people that it's easy to make enemies with, I imagine. 
you know he feels like because he's the one that wants to work together he's the one that's like i've been to jail and i'm trying to stay out of it and i'm trying to get my life like you can tell he's like trying to fix things if there's anyone that didn't need to be taught the lesson it's probably jonas yeah he does seem to be he comes into this situation like already like passing you know as far as i'm concerned Mm. like he's he's already learned the lesson he needs to learn why is he here he wants to work together. <laughs> he wants to communicate. He wants to fix things. He is the one most trying to bring the group yeah. together, which is what Jigsaw told them to do to begin with. Yeah. And he's hot. Everybody Andy's in this movie's hot. hot. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's a hot cast. Yeah. So hot. Okay, fine, fine. We free Jonas. <laughs> also, it's just not fair how he dies. No, and... <laughs> We'll we'll yeah. we'll talk about him in a second, but yeah. first let's cover Addison. Also hot. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. According to the wiki, the reason that she went to jail was prostitution. I don't remember hearing that anywhere in the movie. I don't know where that information comes from. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to know what this says, but like, I yeah, I, I can see, I see sex worker here. I mm-hmm. I can see her as a sex worker. But that almost makes it worse. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if that's her crime, it's like, wow, stop it. Right. As what? in, as in, like, stop judging her. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not, not as not, in. St- <laughs> not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, if you don't want to be in sex work, I, I, I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be in it. Right. But also, like, capitalism is the enemy. Maybe I'm just making things up here and just really being kind of an a cab person but like i just feel like eric matthews got a blowjob from her and then like framed her for sex work no for sure yeah yeah so yeah. that he didn't have to like suffer the consequences yeah no i mean i wouldn't i definitely don't put sexual assault beneath eric matthews no absolutely not so we free addison 100 percent. yeah now here's the only one in the group i don't feel like we need to just free yeah if there's a villain in this movie aside from eric matthews and jigsaw it's xavier Mm -hmm. he is the worst he is a monster he's yeah he's one of the few actual monsters that jigsaw gets yes and his quote-unquote crime is drug dealing but he is way more than just a drug dealer he is a vile human being who is very quick to harm anybody for the sake of advancing his goals, even if it doesn't really actually <laughs> if advance his goals. he doesn't have to goals. actually harm them. Like, yeah. yeah. He could, he's also an example of this thing. Like, the first movie sort of has this, like, blind date escape room feel to it, but it also has, like, a team-building communication exercise feel to it, where the big lesson here is that they're keeping things from each other instead of speaking out to help each other to figure it out together, which is the issue in this movie. And Xavier is the one that's like, if the lesson isn't to try to get people to communicate more, Xavier is the one that's, he's like almost the, op, he's the opposite of Jonas. He shows up already like, fuck everybody else. I need to get ahead. I need to fix it for myself. I don't care what happens to anybody else, which does seem to be the lesson Jigsaw wants some people to learn. Right? It, it's unclear. Like he's the one embodying the libertarian fucking right wing values the like neo-fascist kind of values that Jigsaw seems to possess. Yeah, the like alpha male, top dog wins. Survival of the fittest, everybody under me, I call the shots, I fucking, you know, 
but it's like in this form it's like very it's not ideological it's just supremely pragmatic like he just he doesn't trust anyone else which means he's been very deeply wounded and broken Mm, but also like he is also harming others unnecessarily unnecessarily actively and constantly yeah and almost like like relishingly Mm -hmm. in some cases so yeah fuck him he's a monster yeah. He, in fact, we should put the we should put the Venus flytrap death head on him. Just about to say that, yeah. Because he's also sorry, very hot. <laughs> oh my god, he's so fucking yeah. hot. And I'm fine with you know the thing closing on his face. Yeah, I mean, I, I might you know. <laughs> All right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah, we put the Venus flytrap on Xavier and clamp goodbye. Because you know what, the nerve gas house is too good for him. Yeah, it really is. He deserves yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, and it's not even about making him suffer. It's just like whatever is the quickest and most conclusive to stop him from harming anyone else. Yeah, I'd put the Venus flytrap on him and like just not put the key in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just push the button on the remote as soon as it gets on him. <laughs> and then, I mean, Daniel Matthews, Eric's son. He survives. Yes, he does. Which, has he ever come back? I don't think I don't he's come back. I think so. Which is like, why not? Bring him back. Make him the Tommy Jarvis I mean, of the Saw movies. Hey, Saw 10, we don't know. Yeah, there you go. Think about Daniel. Poor Daniel. Like, he's obviously acting out against his asshole father, yeah. like his horrible fucking father, and yeah, has I mean, got himself into some minor infractions, but like has not really, I mean, he's a teenager. Yeah, he's a teenager. Well, and this is the one case where it's like Jigsaw was... It's almost like he was always going to set him free. Yeah. Because he, he was in that safe, hooked up to an oxygen machine. So, like... Which, I mean, he puts him through some shit. He really does. Like, how... He puts him through all that shit where he has to see all those people die, and he's got a nerve aid gas ripping through his fucking brain. I mean, and ostensibly, it, he puts Amanda in the game to ensure Daniel's safety, but, like, you can't guarantee that. Amanda couldn't even guarantee her own safety. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jigsaw was really playing with a lot of fire with this plan, and he got lucky. Jigsaw's starting a lot of shit that, like, if one thing goes differently, it's like, well, that's everyone's dead for no reason. Right. And nobody had a chance to learn. And Eric never had a chance to save Daniel, right? Because the reveal is that this all already happened. Yeah, and Daniel was already saved. Yeah. So Daniel was... It's weird. He was, I guess, never in any true mortal danger, even though he definitely was. Because, again, Xavier could have killed him at any fucking time, probably. Right. Yeah, there were there was a lot going on in that house that neither Amanda or Jigsaw could protect Daniel from. So, yeah. as a pawn, they weren't doing a very good job of using him. But that brings us to Eric. <sighs> Who, give him all the traps? Like, can just like everything every that happens happen trap. to this fucking guy? But I love that the actual quote test that he had to do was just talk to jigsaw for like <laughs> literally a, what, just have hour? a conversation yeah, that's with it him. that's all yeah, he had to do he wanted he's lonely and that was his test and if he had done that he would have passed and his the safe would have opened and his son would talk have been to there. your toxic stepdad <laughs> since retirement he just putters around he doesn't know what to do with himself have a conversation with him but then so failing that test he ends up back at the the original bathroom. Yeah, and, and if we're going to talk about the link between this movie and the next movie through Eric Matthews, I don't get it. What was Eric supposed to learn if 
she wasn't supposed to kill him. Do you know what I'm saying? I might be wrong here, but what I think was supposed, I think the plan was, what I think was supposed to happen was that because he failed the first test, that she was supposed to lock him in the bathroom just like the first movie and that he was supposed to, you know, yeah. saw off his foot to get out, maybe? Yeah, but it's also like, how many chances does this guy get? Right. Because he's the one, of all of these people, he's the one that is the most, like, truly malevolent and harmful. And, again, a cop, so above reproach, it seems. And if nobody's going to punish him, Jigsaw has to punish him, but then... There's no equity to it. Like these people that are like victims of either failed institutions or institutions that are doing exactly what you're supposed to do. That's an ideological difference if you want to argue about it. But these people who are truly victims of the systems that they are living under. Mm -hmm. And then Eric, who is a willing and gleeful almost participant in the evils of that system. He's pretty clearly to me the one that deserves the fewest chances of all of these people. Yet we're going to give him more than one? Here's what I would say for Detective Eric Matthews. This is what, you know what, this is the trap I set for him. Is he gets to the house, right? Yeah. And realizes that everything has already happened. It's in the past. And then the house goes back on lockdown. Yeah. And it's basically all reset, but just for him. And he's told, you know, that the nerve gas is back pumping through the house. And he has to find the antidote. And all the traps have been reset, so it's all the same traps as before, except here's the kicker. Not a single... He's told only one of those antidotes is real, but none of them are real. None of them are real. He's still going to get nerve gas. So he's just going to keep going through the traps (laughs) to get the antidote, and none of them work. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to end up in a fucking pit full of syringes Mm -hmm. and needles, which I... Okay, so that is an outlier as far as, like, saw traps and what I like about saw traps. You know, it's sort of like... This is just in, this is more of a set thing, but I, I do love it though, because it's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like the pit of needles. It's It's, so mean. Yeah. Also, it was like the moment in the movie in the theater where it was just like, oh God. Ouch. Yeah. 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 That is, I mean, that's the hardest scene to watch in that movie. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it happens to Amanda's like, and God, she sells the pain of that so Dude, much. Like yeah. it's just so hard to watch her squirming in there. Yeah. And then when Daniel's the only one that's actually, this is the other thing is that's almost like a test for everybody because nobody helped her. You know, Xavier shoves her in there mm-hmm. and then nobody, everybody just watches except Daniel like is like, guys, we got to help, but no one else is willing to help. And no. then when she gets out, he's like actually the only one that's like pulling the needles out of her. Right. So maybe Daniel is the only one that deserves to survive. I mean, I think I think <sighs> they all deserve a chance. Daniel's the only good person. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's also a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we're not we're not condemning a kid. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Get, give Daniel some time in this city and it'll ruin him. <laughs> some, one way or the other. He's either going to become a corrupt cop or he's going to become some kind of marginalized person that's Yeah, like that's like broken. living desperately and, yeah. and maybe hurting other people to, you know, in the name of survival. Mm-hmm. Which is like every... God, Chicksaw, you're just fucking doing what capitalism does anyway, but like faster. Maybe this city is like the city in Dark City where there actually isn't anything outside of the city it's just this like alien experiment yeah and jigsaw is just mr mr jigsaw (laughs) or or he's just the natural product of this alien city experiment 
this this human farm. <laughs> I do like what you want to do to Eric Matthews, though. I think that is the yeah yeah. That's All what right. he that's what he gets. Nerve gas house Fuck. where he's told that only one antidote is real, but none of them are yeah. real. And this is after he's already broken his own foot with a toilet lid. You know what? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's let's <laughs> so make he's it harder. Doing this with like his ruined foot. But like, make sure the nerve gas is pumping through slow enough that he has enough time to go through every single trap and antidote yeah. before he finds out that n- <laughs> none of it just was real. Fucking going through, just getting <laughs> messed up from thing to thing. I would love to see broken footed Eric trying to get his the antidote out of the hand trap. Yeah. You know, trying to stand enough to like get his hand in there and then like use the other hand to keep it open. Yeah. I, you know what? That's what I want this movie to be is just that. Or like the sequel, let's say. I, I, I want to follow up. Saw 2.5. Part, part 2. Saw yeah. 2. Two fingers on one hand, two fingers on the other yeah. hand. Saw 2.2. Two. 2.2. Two, two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's Saw Saw two. 2 fingers. 2 fingers leads us directly into Saw 3 fingers? Nope. Was saw 3 teeth. Three. Oh, that's right. It was teeth. Saw 3 teeth. All right. Are we ready for Saw <laughs> 3 teeth? Saw 3 teeth, which starts out with... The lines, uh, I'll fucking kill you, you fucking bitch, you fucking bitch, I'll fucking kill you, you're not Jigsaw, bitch. <laughs> fucking, what a, Jesus. Eric Matthews sucks so bad. Hates women till the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dedicated to his misogyny. But our first trap is the classroom trap with Troy, who is chained to a lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah, in a classroom, which... Where is there a classroom where you can make this happen? It's also just like, I don't get the theme here, you know? He talks about, you're like, oh, was he a bad teacher? Or was he a shitty, you know? But we don't know. We just know that he led a life of crime. Well, yeah, we, we he was in and out of prison. That's the thing, is that like he's like, a room not much bigger than this. And you're like, oh, another classroom? No, a prison cell. Okay, well, I don't, well, get, I don't yeah. get what you're doing here. You're off, you're off message now. So he has to tear himself free of all these chains that are <laughs> he's, pierced he's, into he's him. He's doing Frank in Hellraiser cosplay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I really expected him to say Jesus wept at one point. <laughs> in order to get out of the room before a bomb explodes? A bomb and a teddy bear. Yeah, so it's first of all, he's chained to a bunch of stuff in a classroom, and there's a teddy bear bomb. And if he doesn't break himself free of the chains before the... Teddy bear bomb goes off, he blows up, and then... And it feels like, I don't know, it feels kind of like... You're just doing the same thing you did in the last movie with Michael. You know, you're just giving me a hot, half-naked guy in, like, a a thing... Like, a little bondage devices. What are you doing here? <laughs> well, this one feels like... I mean, and we'd learn later this is Amanda's trap. Yeah. You yeah. know, and... I'm not sure how much involvement Jigsaw had in it, but it was inescapable. It was inescapable because the door was welded shut. Yeah. So Troy. Yes. Uh, free him. Yeah. Yeah. He's your your solution to this guy who can't stay out of prison is more prison. Right. I mean, I want to just say prison as a thing already. It's just like when you think about it, what a weird concept. Of course it's going to be fucked up and make people worse. Of course it's not going to help. Right. Well, and I mean, the second movie really 
does point that out multiple times with multiple characters stating that their life got worse because of because their time of, in prison. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, didn't we just have a movie where that was the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Jigsaw, get real here. Anyway, he also was like, you have advantages and privileges that what should have made you excel in life, but instead you're, and it's like, clearly if he's going to prison a bunch, maybe he doesn't have all those advantages and privileges. You're thinking he has white boomer jigsaw. Yeah. I also don't feel like you can just say that without he's, providing the evidence to back that shit He up. says it to everybody too. Right. That's the other thing. It's like John Kramer, white cis straight man is like pointing out everybody else's privilege you all know, the time. And you know what it is? It's like, his what he sees as privilege is just like being alive and cancer free. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's the guy that every time you talk to him, he brings his cancer up. He's like, oh, "I'm sorry, you're speaking with your non-cancer privilege right now. Your cancer-free privilege." All right, calm down. So yeah, we we free Troy. Yeah, we sure. definitely free They're, Troy. No, and we're we're not saving that trap for somebody else either. That trap, even it's if you could escape, trap. it's not a good one. It's no. not a great one. It's, it's not it, fun it, or sexy or iconic or It doesn't make any sense, really. And yeah, he tries to get free. He he gets all but his jaw free, right? Well, and it's and like the jaw thing. How are you even supposed to yeah, do that? That's the thing about that trap. Do you rip off your jaw? Because you can't just tear through bone. Yeah, it feels like it looks like it's connected through the bone, like yeah. around his jaw bone. Whereas everything else is through skin. Yeah. But that... And maybe a little muscle, but that one's through bone. Like, yeah. he'd have to rip his jaw off to get out of that. And also, yeah, I guess that's an Amanda trap, so. Yeah. She just wanted to watch him suffer. Yeah, well, that's, Amanda. What, what happens when you create an Amanda is you get what Amanda does. Yeah. So it's still on John Kramer, as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, because Amanda wouldn't be Amanda without John. Yeah. <laughs> you can't spell Amanda without John. <laughs> Okay, so Free Troy, move on to Detective Allison Carey. Good old Dina Meyer. Who? Starship Troopers own <laughs> Dina Meyer. Who I love. She's so fucking hot. Uh, she's so hot. She's great. Her character is great. And her death feels so unfair for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. And one of the one that is the most offensive to me is that like she never really got a chance to shine. You know, like in the second movie, she's suddenly we find out like all of the stuff between her and Eric Matthews and how she's responsible for his marriage falling apart. And, or she had a part in that. I don't want to say she is it's, responsible. No, for it was it. on Eric, but she was, Eric. she was the one he turned to. Here's my problem with her is that she is supposed to be the head of the jigsaw investigation mm-hmm. or at least the expert. Yeah. And every movie centers a different detective over that, her. That's what a I'm different saying. different male detective She over never her. gets the time to shine because it's Jigsaw's fucking with these other cops, you know, or we're dealing with obsessed Danny Glover, you know, tra- uh, Tap. Tap, yeah. And then, but then in the second movie, it's all about Eric Matthews and then... And the thing is, is that in this, the, the whole recording for poor Detective Carrie, they, it, it calls her out for being dead on the inside and too obsessed yeah, she, with it, this. He but might it's like, as well call her frigid. Yeah. Like, it's just like, this is misogynist as fuck. But unlike the other cops, she's actually, seems like she's doing her job and doing a good job of it. Yeah. As, as much as possible. But yeah, basically, her sin is being a female cop. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, a cab, I guess. Why not? But... Yeah, there, there's a little too like, much misogyny yeah, in this. It just feels unfair that like... You're sort of like, oh, Eric Matthews is dead, so who's going to be the 
protagonist in this movie. Oh, it's got to be Carrie, right? Yeah, she finally gets her moment. Nope. <laughs> nope, she dies immediately. Immediately, in a very unfair trap. So it's the angel wing trap that like rips her rib cage The rib open. spreader, yeah. After she's supposed to put her hand in a vat of acid to pull out a key in time, and she does yeah. exactly that because, you know, she's familiar with how this works. Yeah. Only to find out, wait, nope. Nope, you're going to die. Kidding. And she knows, that's the thing. As soon as she sees it's Amanda, she's like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to die here. And she accepts it. Which is also just like, you're still doing her dirty. I, I don't want to save a cop. But in this case, it's like, we, we needed more of her. Because she's, again, it's prologue. Like, the second movie, even the first movie kind of, like, changes what the movie is about 20 minutes in. And this movie, especially, it's like, we're now we're doing this prologue formula where the second movie, we get all that stuff with Eric catching jigsaw but the real movie is happening over in this house where your son is and then this movie it kind of does that same thing where it's like just tying up the loose ends of the previous movie and then now we're going to talk about this lynn thing and then it once lynn comes into the picture it's like oh but actually there's also this jeff situation right there's like a bunch of different things happening in this movie so it's hard to talk about this movie without talking about lynn and jeff even though it's it's sort of out of order but i feel like we kind of need yeah, it. we sort of have to talk about them first. Yeah, because here's the thing is that there's a lot of traps in this movie, but they're all for Jeff. So well, even they're though- for Jeff by trapping other people. And again, right. it's, it's weird because it's like, well, now there's no way. These people are not in control of their own fates at all. So this is a situation where, where you're saying, you, Jigsaw cannot say, as he does, though, I'm not a murderer. Yes, you fucking are. Right. Because none of these people are able to get themselves out of the traps you've put them in. Not even Lynn. No, no. It's it's all on Jeff and Amanda. And Amanda, yeah. I, I mean, Lynn does have the job of keeping Jigsaw alive, but like, <laughs> that's not about Lynn. No. At all. <laughs> no, it really isn't. <laughs> Poor fucking Lynn. I want to say... Out of all the characters in these three movies so far, Lynn is probably my favorite. So, yeah. She's the closest we have to a hero. Yeah. In any of these movies. She's the closest we have to like a protagonist that you like and can identify with and can root for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love her. And God, does this movie do her so dirty. <laughs> yeah, this well, yeah, heroes don't get along well in a Saw movie. No, no. In, in Saw City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So let's talk about Jeff. Jeff, yeah, Jeff whose kid got Ang- hit. Angus McFadden, uh, Orson Welles in Cradle Will Rock. Okay. Okay, so Jeff lost his kid to a drunk driver mm-hmm. and has been, in the three years since, just obsessed with revenge. Yeah, he does and- a little taxi driver with a gun where he's pretending, confronting the guy that did it. And he, yeah, hell-bent on just making anybody involved pay. Yeah. So Jigsaw's and- like, hey, let me... Yeah, but he's like not taking any initiative on any of it. He's just like... He's just consumed. Yeah, he's just... Exactly. He's consumed. And he's a bad dad as a result. Uh, yeah, because he does have husband. another kid. Yeah, he's got it. You find out he has a daughter and it's like, well, you know, take care of her maybe. And then he's like really shitty to her. And then, yeah, he has his wife who he is like completely disconnected from. Yeah, I mean, so disconnected that the movie is able to pretty effectively actually conceal her identity for the entire film. Right. His whole string of tests is about him getting over his anger. 
Yeah, but is it? I mean... Because... Yeah. What? Okay, so first there's the cold room with Danica Scott. Yeah. Who her big sin was that uh, she was on scene and then fled. Which, how does Jigsaw know that? Yeah, and also, how is... How would her testimony actually help? Like, the guy was convicted. Right, it's yeah, not he like, went, like, he was arrested, he went to jail, it just wasn't a long enough sentence. Yeah, it's, so I, Danica, also, it, it's rude to have her in that freezing room spraying water on her without a shirt on. I mean, I get that, that's the point, but, like. Right, and then, here's the thing, is that judging from what happens, judging from what happens with the judge, <laughs> that if he had right, saved her. we're about to get to Judy's judging, Jigsaw judging judges. Yes, if he had saved Danica, there were no clothes for her. She would have just been walking she with him naked. She would have still frozen to death, probably. Yeah. Or gotten pneumonia. Yeah. It, it's not... She, I mean, he, he was, Jigsaw was murdering her. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, she and was just going to die. Even just like him getting the key, and granted he did, uh, Jeff wastes a lot of time in this movie, but him getting that key was, was taking him so long, even just inherently, that she was going to die. And again, that's the problem with, a lot of the traps in this movie is that it's just like, yeah, like if you drag your feet a little bit, <laughs> you know, you can make the decision to save somebody and we see that it doesn't always actually work mm-hmm. and not always just because Amanda's rigging it. Well, yeah, because in, in the case of these three, I feel like these are actually jigsaw traps, not Amanda traps. Yeah. yeah. But even them, they're not good. Like you're not going to get, I mean, I don't want to say they're not good. They are great. This is by far so far the best traps in the series. Easily, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Danica. Yeah, we poor Danica. Yeah. For one, it's like we don't know her reasons. We don't, you know. Yeah, it sucks. She just saw a kid get killed. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like it's fair to not have the most nuanced reaction to that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. To not stop and be like, hmm, I might need to be testifying at this trial. Yeah, and her and again we we learned that her testimony wouldn't probably have actually affected anything. Right. So no, she gets to go free. Yeah. Yeah. And also of all the traps in here, this is just come on. It's lazy. Yeah. You put it in her cold room and then just keep freezing freezing her. her. Yeah. No, that's rude. Yeah, it is really rude. And it's rude that she's naked. Yeah. Right. Because first of all, clothes would have actually made it worse. Yes. Yeah, well, it, it'll, it'll make her die faster. Yeah. Whatever. She's yeah. Danica's she's free. Danica, we we she did nothing wrong. Come on now. Okay, so now now we get to oh Judy's judging jigsaw judging judge judging a judge. Yeah. Judging Judge Halden. <laughs> this one, I, I've my, my stomach's gotten more sensitive this, with age, and trap. I actually gagged. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah. It's so gross. The only thing is, and there's a lot of vomit in this movie, actually. We have two characters at least vomit in this movie. Uh, Jeff and Jigsaw mm-hmm. both vomit. But the judge doesn't. No. And I feel like that's weird. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel, feel like if I was in there, in there, I would be throwing yeah. up constantly. So this is a trap that is uh, pigs being... Rotting ro- corpses. Rotting pig corpses. They're already dead. And they very clearly have maggots and and decay. And I mean, it's it, it's shown from Jeff's reaction that they reek. That they reek. Like they yeah. are fully he's rotting. Like gagging. Yeah. yeah. And they're basically yeah they're being thrown in like a rendering uh, machine, yeah. uh, a, a, sh- a shredder of some sort, a, a, a liquefying these things. 
and then and the like, like a gray sludge. Yeah, the mud guts. Yeah, being like shot into poured the vat onto poor the yeah. poor judge. And he's yeah, I oh. he's chained to the bottom of this vat, and he's gonna drown in mud guts. Yeah, rotten pig mud guts. Yeah, muck. <laughs> so fucking gross. But this is the one actually that Jeff saves him. Yeah, because it's like, well, he's another man. He's got a he's a father. I can relate to him as a man with a son. I'll set him free. Oh my god. I just realized, Sexist. yeah. Yeah. The other one's a woman, the other is a black dude. So yeah, he saves the other The cis other white, white man. Dude. Yeah, the other middle-aged this white man. This is such a cis white series, <laughs> or cis white franchise. It's really yikes. Yeah, and we'll get into the ooh. So yeah, the judge gets saved. The judge gets saved. Uh, his sin was giving a lenient sentence to the drunk driver, which... Honestly... You know, I feel like this judge is shitty, but he also does try to serve as Jeff's conscience. Which shows me that the reason he gave a lenient sentence is because he was like, I want to give this guy a chance. Yeah. Because clearly in this alternate universe, yeah. putting somebody in prison... <laughs> Does not mean, or like, kind of condemns them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in the real world that we live in as well. Uh, you know what, fair. Which is why I don't know if I trust this judge as, like, because he is working within this system. So he clearly has to have some faith in the system. But he also is demonstrating maybe that, like, the system isn't right. And right. it isn't, like, the idea of, like, prison doesn't rehabilitate people and you can't pay, and he explicitly says like it doesn't matter what i would have sentenced this kid to yeah it's not going to bring you your kid better. back it wouldn't make you feel better like the the mistake has been made the damage has been done and we need to stop as a species obsessing over the punishment and blame that we need to we feel the need to assign for it and move towards fixing things and i feel like the film goes out of its way to show that Timothy was kind of a promising individual. Yeah. You know, who, yes, he fucked up majorly. And I'm not trying to condone drunk driving and vehicular manslaughter in any yeah. way, shape, or form. But I feel like it's understandable for a judge to be like, he's obviously suffered. I mean, the film shows him suffering in the aftermath. Oh, in the of moment. It. He's, yeah, like, he's like, yeah. I clearly, he knows he fucked up. And the judge was like, I'm not going to just condemn him forever. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give him a chance to at redemption yeah the judge is apparently interested in harm reduction <laughs> yeah the only one in this city yeah. and i love the trap it's like one of the gnarliest traps in the series it's so it's gross. so fucked up yeah and but he and i hate to say this but like let him go you know yeah i'm with you <laughs> uh, agreed 100 percent. let him go all right so which brings us to Timothy, God. who is like the racist, innately racist imagery aside, because I mean, you can say racially problematic, but it is like we're talking about a half naked young black man in chains standing before the judgment of a white. Like, it's like, yikes. Yeah. Also, you're going to expect me to believe that in this society where things are even more fucked up than they are here, that like this young black man was not punished to the fullest extent of the, like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, this judge took pity on this guy. Like maybe that's the thing. Maybe racism actually doesn't exist in the saw universe. It's a system where there isn't like it, everything's <laughs> fucked up, but they don't have racism. Jigsaw doesn't <laughs> see color, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Maybe. Although I don't think that's true. 
but yeah, it's uh, the trap is super fucked up, and it also yeah, the imagery itself is like really yeah, it's just not okay. I mean, the guy is literally crucified, mm-hmm. which is interesting, and the trap itself is like wow, holy shit, it's it's yeah. really hard to watch. Yeah, but it is like the exact thing I'm talking about with that idea of like industrial machinery, like cold gritty industrial machinery and like the fragility of the human body mm-hmm. in the face of that. Except in this case, not hot. No, 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 no. I mean, kind of really, really, really? I mean, the, the rack just don't break my arms and I'll, and you oh, can yeah. put me in it. Twist. Just don't twist, break. Uh, twist a little <laughs> bit. Just not too much. Like calibrate that so that it can't twist past a certain point. And maybe I'm into it. Okay. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I don't know. I've never tried it. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah. Also, knowing me, I'd probably get put in it and immediately, immediately be like, yeah, "I'm be not like, okay. Let me out." Safe word. Safe word. Safe word. But okay. So here's the thing about the rack, though. I think we need to take Timothy out of it, but I think I want to set the rack aside for somebody else. Oh yeah. I mean, we gotta have the rack. But yeah, we put it aside. But does Timothy get to go free? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, people fuck up, you know, and I don't want to be like, you know, there are definitely situations where you can't say people fuck up and make mistakes and we can forgive and forget and move on. Mm-hmm. But Timothy, it's, yes, it's horrendous. Yes, it's awful. Yes, there's, but hurting him isn't going to make anything better. Right. You know, it's not going to protect anyone in the future. I would like to think that he's already learned what he needs to learn from this, you know, and isn't still driving drunk in the middle of the day. Come on now. Yeah, right. I mean, like, day enough that there's a kid. I mean, that he has his kid at the playground. That's where they are. Yeah. Also, what else is going on in this guy's life that he's drinking in the middle of the day? Okay, but he's a med student. He's a med student. So he might have a very, like, different schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I mean, okay. it's not fair to drive no, drunk. No, I totally excuse him driving drunk through a playground now. <laughs> because he's a med Med students can drive drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I think that you're right. What he did was super fucked up. And, but honestly, I, I don't... I mean, it's clear that he's suffering his own consequences for it. You know, like he is punishing himself enough. He doesn't need the rack to punish him further. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely set him free. Yeah. So we'll save the rack for later. And then, all right. Okay, Jesus. Then we come down to a, a number of layered traps. So uh, let's talk about Amanda first. I love her. No, we, who doesn't? I love her so much. We've already said. I have also decided that I think this is my favorite of the movies now on this watch because it's the one where we get the most Amanda. Okay. All right. I mean, I also decided on this watch it's my favorite of the movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. Not just because we get the most Amanda, but no, because there's... of also I really fucking love Lynn. Yeah, I love the, Lynn. I love all the scenes with Lynn and Jigsaw and Amanda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think that the three of them have a really interesting dynamic, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up. It's so like he's a toxic stepfather, mm-hmm. and they are the daughters fighting for his affection. It's like there's a whole fucked up commentary on family 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, Amanda's very much like the little girl wanting to be daddy's girl. And Lynn is like the older kid who, who sees more and knows more and is not having the shit, but doesn't have a choice but to be a part of it. Yeah. uh, It's so interesting. uh, Yeah. It's very interesting. And Amanda, we get to see so much of her emotional range. Like we see her being the little girl from spider baby, you know, just kind of like playing with a knife while she's talking to Lynn and the, being a little like, haha, we have you, you know, but mm-hmm. also like freaking out, self harm, her twisted daughter relationship with John. Like, and then at the end, almost a Bride of Frankenstein thing with like, look what you did. You made me. Like, I am this way because of you. It's almost a We Belong Dead when she makes the decision to shoot Lynn. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love it. And I love Shawnee Smith's performance and I love how much attention it pays to her and she's just the best. And there's almost like a weird Dr. Fibes and his assistant thing who's, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name now from the, the Dr. Fibes movies or, or, or from theater of blood with Vincent Price and Diana Rigg as his daughter. Who's like fucked up too. Like, I, I don't know. There's so much of that in this movie that I, and I love it. Yeah. Sorry. So, Amanda, we set her free. <laughs> do, do we? I mean, I feel like we needed to have set her free in we, movie one. What we one. do is, yeah, we go back before the first movie, and we just don't let that happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because her only sin was being framed by Eric Matthews. Yeah, you're right. The trap that is set for her, the test that is set for her by Jigsaw in this movie is because she's completely broken by the things that Jigsaw yeah. has put her through. Yeah. And in all of the flashbacks, you see her really struggling. She doesn't want to be doing this. Like the very act of kidnapping Adam, she's like crying the yeah. whole time and yeah. setting up the first trap. She's like bawling. And then she goes to kill him because she wants to put him out of suffering. The idea of like him just starving to death in that bathroom is terrifying yeah. to her. So like her first m- true murder is a pity I, murder. I think part of it is also trying to prove herself to Jigsaw in that, like, not necessarily like he needs to know about it so he can be proud of me, but like, if I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to have to be okay with the idea of killing someone, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I am not. And I, so I need to just do it to feel what it feels like so that I get over it. Like, I, that's a, th- maybe I'm reading too much in. But that's a thing I feel I get from her performance when she goes to kill Adam is that it's partly, yes, it's to put him out of his misery, but it's also partly to test herself because like, well, he's a murderer. I have to be a murderer like him. Hmm. And all of Jigsaw's talk about I'm not a murderer is bullshit. And the movie, I don't, again, this is where the jury's out. I don't know if the movie knows that it's bullshit. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Although, I mean, Lynn does call him out on that. Lynn calls him out on it, and Amanda calls him out on it. But in the case of Amanda, we, we save her before. Yes, yeah. We but, save her before she starts enjoying killing people. And it's also like Jigsaw, it almost seems like he's mad at her for her self-harm stuff. And it's almost like he's like, well, you can't cut yourself. You have to cut other people. <laughs> right. Like, you're handling this wrong. Don't shoot up heroin or cut yourself. Put other people in elaborate traps that are going to tear their bodies apart. But like, you know, just let them decide if, if they yeah, get to but let die. them decide. Or let somebody else decide for them. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. It's okay. I also hate women. 
Okay, so time travel and save Amanda. And then Lynn did nothing wrong. No, no, not at all. And Jigsaw, John Kramer Jigsaw's whole speech about wives on their backs with complete strangers in hotel rooms. That was so fucked up. Fuck you. And I love that she pushes back immediately. Like, like she's like, you don't, you don't know. know. Yeah. You don't know anything about this. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but like, yeah, you can condemn cheating just blanket, but also that family has been through a lot. And Seriously. you don't get to just like judge every last action and every way people are coping. There are some healthy and some unhealthy, but like, come on. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the thing that's tearing this family apart is grief. And Jigsaw. And and Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm not saying that a good reaction to losing your child is to go cheat on your partner. No, but it's also... But it's understandable. It's understandable, especially if your husband is has completely lost it and is refusing to communicate about his grief with anyone and is choosing to, instead of shouldering the burden, to take it all upon himself and then scream at his daughter for taking a toy out of the son's room. You know, and buying a gun. Like, no, you're going to fuck around on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that's not great, but it's also, you know, is it healthier than uh, abducting people and putting them in elaborate traps to decide the fate of others? Yeah, I'd say it's healthier. Probably, yes. I mean, judging from Amanda's path, (laughs) yes, it's healthier. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and even Amanda's whole thing about, like, that her sin was making inescapable traps, but it's like... In what way was Jigsaw not doing that here? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, in this movie, a lot of his the bats. shotgun, co- oh my God. the shotgun collar is so great, but Lynn doesn't deserve that. No, and there's no way for her to escape it anyway. So we take that collar off of her, mm-hmm. and we let her go because she's fine. Honestly, oh, he shames her for taking meds, and it's like, yeah, she's a doctor. She has to do her job. Right. She's trying to do her job. Don't and judge she's her. fucking good at it. Yeah, we see in the fucking first scene she's good at it. That she's in. Mm-hmm. Not the first scene she's in, but I'm sure she's good at that too. The second scene that she's in where she's at the hospital. Rain. Like, she still does her job. So she has to go sit in the locker, the dressing area for a minute and think, oh no, her fucking kid died. Leave her alone. I mean, the very fact that she still has a job. He also gives her shit for... Her, her bedside manner. This is another thing. He does this with Gordon. He does it with Lynn as well. He gives her shit for her cold clinical medical jargon and like being dead on the inside or whatever. Which it's like, like, oh, I'm sorry. You kidnapped me. You communicate through puns, most of them lazy, delivered by a puppet on a tricycle. And meanwhile, I have a shotgun collar yeah. around me <laughs> you don't get and have been kidnapped talk. and am being forced to provide medical care at the expense of my life. No. (laughs) And she's great at it. She provides amazing medical care. She she performs brain surgery with power tools. Yeah. In probably my favorite scene of the entire franchise, especially seeing that in the theater for the first time. Oh my God. You and I saw that together. Yeah. We were the entire audience united in like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It was very like, Oh, but they fucking went for it. It rules. And it's so long. Yeah. They really show everything. And they there. and it's not there's not a bunch of that quick cut jumble editing nonsense in it either. I mean like, there's a little but there's a little but bit, it yeah. mostly lingers. But it mostly lingers, yeah. And and it's brightly lit. It's great. Anyway. Yeah. So Jeff. Jeff. 
I mean, he ultimately makes the wrong choice at the end, but also by then, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, he's Get, been kill his ass. He's been through a lot. Yeah, and he he tries each time to make the right he, choice. Here's the thing: yeah, he does try to save everybody, and he learns what does the, the lesson he learns through trying to save people is: don't even try to save them. He's like holding on to Timothy as Timothy is dying, screaming, "I forgive you." Yeah. And up until a certain point, begging for the trap to stop. Yeah. So he's already passed your test. I feel like at that point, you don't get to test him anymore. No, no. Like, even Amanda says he's not through yet. And then John's like, but he is. He's done. It's it's over. But then decides it's not over just because Jeff killed both his wife. <laughs> Fucking asshole. John Kramer, you just destroyed four lives to Amanda. Bitch, you put them there. Yeah, right? No, yeah, you did that. You did that. You don't know how to be accountable, John Kramer. You pathological narcissist. <laughs> Always concerned about his legacy and his work. Fuck you, Yeah, dildo. he's the worst. So I'm actually Team Jeff. The only thing that I criticize Jeff on is if you're going to use a power saw to kill Jigsaw, cut his head off. Go for it. Yeah. When are you going to have the opportunity to cut a person's head off again and feel justified in doing so? Probably never. You might as well do it. He just slash his throat. It's a power saw. It's a circular power saw. Head off. And also, I do agree with Jeff that you can forgive somebody and still murder them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can you forgive know? you, but also your jigsaw. You've and been terrorizing. Yeah, you should not the city. be on this planet anymore. <laughs> yeah, you. How many people are you responsible for the deaths of? I'm doing everyone a favor right now. So yeah, I forgive you, but bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> uh, so okay. So wait, Jeff. I'm saving Jeff. Save? Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. he's a bad father, but again, he's in pain. And none of this is going to help. It's all just more harm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So then we have an unused trap. We remove Timothy from the rack trap and we set it aside to save for later. So do, do we put Jigsaw in it? Let's put Jigsaw in that fucker. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's actually... Yeah. He even said he's like... You could never cause me the kind of pain that cancer has. It's like, oh, okay, we'll see well, about yeah, that. let's put you in this rack trap. Let's see if you keep saying that. Yeah, let's <laughs> slow it down a bit, too. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Put that timer on like 10 minutes instead of one. Yeah. Also, we're going to we're gonna do all of this in the freezer room Ooh, and while you're like naked, that. and we're going to splash water on you, too, while you're doing it. No, because that'll quicken it. Okay, well, we'll forget the water. Forget the water. Forget the water. Freezer room, naked, rack trap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because he's dying at the end of this anyway. Yeah. And let's put the rib splitter trap on his dick. First. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that is Saw 3. And we're going to move on. We, we still have seven more movies to cover. But yeah. first, Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, shit. Saw 1, 2, and 3. <sighs> yeah, and this... this- this changed this viewing. Obviously, the kill is always going to be Saw 1. Always. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Easy. And my Mary is now Saw 3. Yep. Because it's, again, it's the one that it's like, oh, yeah, he's wrong. He's a piece of shit, and he's wrong. And I feel like maybe the movie kind of knows it. But it's also got, like, it's where the the, the aesthetic is most firmly established consistently for mm-hmm. the franchise. And the pig trap is so fucking insane. And the brain surgery scene 
and Lynn. And also, yeah, all of the stuff we've already said with Amanda getting her whole fucking thing. Uh, and then my fuck is too, because wow, what a ride that movie is, you know? Yeah. I mean, those are, those are the answers. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. Also, I love Lynn. She says one line where, you know, cause Jigsaw's whole thing is like this or that make live or die, make your choice. You know, I want to play a game, blah, blah, blah. Like there's an, I'm asking a question. You're providing an answer. That's his, that's his positioning. But Lynn has this line where she says it's not a simple answer to him when he's trying to get her to tell him his diagnosis, you know, like how long he has, and he's just refusing to accept it. It really is just a boomer going to the doctor. Yeah, right. It's just like <laughs> the doctor's trying to explain, no, it's more complicated than that. And he's just like, no, I live my life in yes and no's. I live my life in black and whites. Right. Point on a calendar. Yeah. What day do I what, die? How much <laughs> to the hour? I want to know. I mean, that's what he's asking her. He's wanting to know to the hour. Yeah. And she says it's not a simple answer. And that's the lesson Jigsaw needs to learn. But she never does. (laughs) But she never does. Fucking Jigsaw. What a piece of shit. All right. I think that covers Saw 3. So that's the Saw trilogy. Sure. All yeah. of the Saw movies. We just yeah, did them we all. We just ended there. It's Saw just one, Saw one, Saw two, two three, Saw that's three, it. that's it. Uh-huh, yeah. No more. Yep. The there, Saw there, I mean, what else can trilogy. you do? Jigsaw's dead. Yeah, you can't. There's no way you could get any more blood out of this stone. No, no, it's done. Yeah. 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 I mean, when your main villain dies, like in every other franchise, when the main villain dies, it ends. It ends. Yeah. Yeah. You've successfully killed... Because also, Jigsaw's not supernatural. He's not a zombie. He's not a dream demon. Yet. He's just a guy. Yet. Well, yes. Yeah, so far. We can still cross our fingers for <laughs> Saw X. But yeah, he's just a regular human man. Mm-hmm. When you die, that's it for regular human men. Yeah, you can't keep something going when you're dead. Yeah, you're not a vampire bitch. Stay in the ground. Yeah, so it's over. There's no way that he could have possibly done anything to set up things to go on after his death. So Exactly. Yeah. He's not that smart. No. So that's a wrap on Saw. We saw Saw. All yep. of it. Yep. So join us next week when we do something else. Because there's, there's no more Saw to cover. <laughs> we did it already. You know what? These Judies have judged Jigsaw. We have judged him... We have judged Jigsaw to be a jerk. <laughs> I wonder if there's somebody out there that's right now being like, this is their Berenstain Bears thing. They're like, what? no, I swear there's more Saw movies. <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's just one through three. <sighs> JK, you're right. Yeah, there's... there's you're not okay. actually in an alternate dimension. No, there are a few there are, more Saw there's movies. There's a couple more Saw movies. One or two. <laughs> Unclear. Yeah. I mean... You could you could make me binge all of these movies and at the end tell me that there were six or tell me that there were 12 and I would believe either one. <laughs> yeah, either one. I mean, yeah, you're definitely like, I know it's more than five, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was as many as 50. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we will be back next week judging some more Jigsaw. Socktoberfest marches on. Yes, because we have a few more... Jigsaws to judge. Oh, we got some jigsaws to judge. These Judies coming back to judge jigsaws. Like it was jigsaws plural by this point. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. So we'll see you next week if we're still alive. And until then, 
game over. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Every time they say that, I'm like, nah, right. <laughs> Most of the time, the person that they're saying it to, it's not over for them yet. Yeah. But it is for us for today. So until next week. Live or die. Make your choice. Bye. Good luck.